Hello, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I am one of these perpetually uncertain people. (laughs) Um, And today, excuse my voice, I'm going through some sort of allergy thing here. And uh, I'll probably be coughing a bit throughout this episode. My voice will be very raspy. Um, But the topic I want to talk about today is one that I get asked about constantly in my video comments, because I talk about this a lot. I talk about the concept of loving yourself, which is like a very general concept that everybody talks about, right? You hear it constantly. It feels almost like very generic advice at this point. But every comment I get in videos where I talk about this or I integrate it into other concepts that I talk about, every comment is, well, how do you actually do that? How do you actually love yourself? What does that mean to love yourself? And I think it is important to break it down a bit because I've had to, to break it down for myself to understand it, right? I love working in steps and increments. Like that's how I fully understand things. I have to break them down for myself. And that's what I have done for years through journaling, through just self-exploration, through even creating the content I created. It helps me break it down even more, right? So for today's video, we're going to talk about how you actually love yourself. What does it mean to actually love yourself? Because the importance of loving yourself is that in many cases, not always, but in many cases, if you do not love yourself, show yourself the kind of love you want to experience, you will gravitate towards people who also don't show you that. Simply because this experience of this kind of love is not familiar to you. We gravitate towards things that are familiar to us, that feel normal, right? And if not loving ourselves has been normalized or not experiencing the feeling of love in our lives has been normalized for us then we will gravitate towards people who who validate that normal that normalized feeling so if for example internally you're very judgmental of yourself you don't congratulate yourself you don't value yourself you don't you know you you don't say nice things to yourself it's going to be more likely that you're going to attract, not only just attract, because I don't, I don't want to use the concept of attraction, right? But more, you're going to look towards people who mirror that in you because it's what's common for you. It's what's familiar. It makes the most sense for you because that's what's the narrative that's been replaying in your mind, basically. Because you're not going to be saying these things to yourself, acting this way, showing up this way, and then choosing people that are completely opposite of that. It doesn't really make sense, right? So in order to kind of cultivate the life that you want that that a life that would feel good for you you have to show up as that in a sense you have to internalize that first and of course there are things externally that happen that we cannot control and those things will happen and a lot of the time they suck and there's a lot of suffering that happens of course you can't control everything right but in terms of the things that you can control i assume we want to control them in the way that makes us feel good to at least create an environment, a space, a life that just feels good in whatever way we can. But the way to do that is to first create it within ourselves and then reflect it externally, right? Project it externally. So when it comes to the concept of self-love, people ask, what does that mean to love yourself, right? And I think, you know, on the surface, the surface level idea of self-love is taking yourself out to places, treating yourself, buying yourself things. And those can apply, sure. Gift giving is an act of love, right? Um, but it's not the only kind. And I think it's different for er- for everybody, right? So you can even look at your own love language in a sense and work from there. 
the way you would want to be loved by somebody else, the way that you feel most loved by other people, ask yourself, am I doing these things for myself? Am I acting in this way for me? So for example, my one of my love languages is quality time. Um, I think we all kind of have, we all enjoy all all kinds of love languages, but I, I think we, we have a few that are, you know, most prominent within us, right? For me, it's quality time and, you know, words of affirmation. Um, a physical touch, but physical touch is not really applicable, I think, when it comes to just yourself, even though, of course, it can be. But we're going to focus on the other two for right now. Um, quality time, words of affirmation. So if that's my love language, right? I have to ask myself, and I have had to go through this in my life, am I spending quality time with myself? And when it comes to the idea of quality time, okay, what does that mean, right? When you're with somebody and you want to spend quality time with them, what does that mean to you? For me, it means I want this person to be focused on me. I want us to have uh, an enjoyable experience where we are getting close to one another. We're sharing things. We're being vulnerable. We're enjoying the moment, the present. We're not distracted or, um, you know, together, but not really, you know, paying attention to one another. That's what quality time is to me, right? So am I doing that for myself? And a lot of the time I wasn't, right? Like you can be alone, but not be spending quality time with yourself. And that could look like um, being alone and just binge watching movies and shows or doom scrolling. And there's nothing inherently wrong with those things, right? But it's the intention behind them. If the intention is distraction, disconnection from yourself, then you're going to have a problem if your your love language is quality time, right? Then you're not showing yourself that you love yourself. You're not feeling that love, right? So quality time to yourself might look like uh, doing some hobbies that you really value. Or for me, it's often going on a walk and enjoying being outside and moving with my own thoughts to keep me company. Um, journaling is another form of quality time that I like to use. Just really connecting with myself in the way that I would want to connect with another person if I were in a relationship with somebody else. Because ultimately, you are in relationship with yourself and you will be till the day you die, right? So that's a form of showing yourself love. That's how, that's loving yourself, right? Because you, if you're looking at yourself objectively almost, you know that you value quality time. So to make yourself feel loved, you would give yourself quality time, right? Um, in terms of words of affirmation, same thing. I know that I value being told that I am great or showing myself congratulations or telling myself I look nice, all that stuff. It feels good to receive that for me. So if it feels good to receive that for me, am I telling myself that stuff? And a lot of times we're not. You know, a lot of us who have that internal negative narrative are not saying good things to ourselves. And instead we're expecting other people to be the, the source of those good feelings. But ultimately, like I said earlier, if you're telling yourself all these negative things, if you're berating yourself, if you're being mean to yourself, you're not validating yourself, realistically, you're not going to gravitate towards people that do that for you because it's not familiar. You'll probably feel really uncomfortable around somebody who is nice to you. And that is something I hear a lot from people in my comments when I do one-to-one -one calls. Like people will say like, I feel uncomfortable or I stop liking someone who likes me. And most of the time it's because you're not showing yourself that you are worthy of being liked or validated or affirmed in that way because you're not doing it for yourself first. So if that's what you want, if that's what your intention is in your life, I want to feel validated, appreciated, shown that I matter, shown that I'm good. It kind of does start with us. And that doesn't mean you can't also have other people in your life who do that and it helps you, of course. But if you're not at all doing that for yourself in any way, 
you're setting yourself up for failure, kind of, right? And it's uncomfortable. It's not easy to break down those old self-limiting beliefs and self-limiting narrative patterns and start doing this. But it is a slow and steady process. You have to kind of start slowly, in small ways even, right? And by doing that, you will prove to yourself slowly over time that, okay, maybe I am worthy of this. Maybe I do deserve to feel this way. Maybe it's okay for me to feel this way. And then before you know it, you start gravitating towards people that also treat you like that and moving away from the people that don't treat you like that at all. Because that's one thing that happens, right? When you start changing the way you show up for yourself, the people that don't show up for you that way, the way that you ultimately want to be shown up for, you're not going to want to be around them anymore because it's not going to be reflecting the internal world you're trying to create for yourself. And it's sad. And that's why I think a lot of people also hold themselves back from making this transition because it means you will have to lose people sometimes. Not always. Some people will change along with you and that's great. And you have to give them the opportunity to show you that they're capable of that, right? But some people won't. And it is kind of the sad reality of it. And another way that I find works really, really well when it comes to loving yourself, like how to actually love yourself. How do how do you change your perspective or shift your mindset to, to love yourself? What works best for me, what I recommend to everybody that I talk to is to look at yourself as your your younger self, your inner child. Treat yourself the way you wish you would have been treated when you were a kid and, and think about how would you treat a child if they were in your presence right now, right? If you had a child here right now, and they did something, they, I don't know, made a mistake or they wanted to spend time with you, how would you treat them? How would you want to treat them? How would you want to show up for this child who is just, you know, an innocent soul? They they are just pure and want to experience love. Like, how would you show up for them? I love doing this practice because it creates this different level of responsibility within you. Because we will hold responsibility like that for people other people in our lives, especially children, I find. Not always, you know, of course, there's nuance to this. But I think for many of us, we look at children as, oh, wow, we got to take care of this thing. It could even be like, even with pets, we have that level of responsibility, right? I This thing needs me. And I want to show it the best life that I can show it, right? We hold that responsibility for them, but not for ourselves. And we are also children inside, right? And we need to have that responsibility for ourselves. And that's why I like to use this kind of reframing technique, because it creates that feeling of responsibility for this this child, but that child is ultimately you. So it, it changes the way you see it in, within yourself and how you have to show up for yourself. So show up for yourself the way you would show up for your inner child or a child that you are taking care of, that you are responsible for. How, If you had to show them the best life you could show them, what would you do, right? And realistically, what that means is they would tell you what they like, what they don't like. They would show you how they respond to negative things or positive things. And you would listen to that. You would pay attention to it. And you would continue to create an environment that that fulfills them. You got to do that with yourself. Like that is showing yourself love. That is what loving yourself is, right? Caring for yourself in the way you would care for something that needs you, that requires you. And, and doing it like just shamelessly, right? Because shame is a big component to this as well. We sometimes are shameful of showing ourselves love especially if we haven't been taught that that's okay to like love yourself and care for yourself that if there's like a shame component there it makes it so much harder but that's a big piece to all of this so yeah that that's how i think the best way for you to approach it is approach loving yourself understand what your love language is 
and use that to yourself and also see yourself as your inner child or a child that you're responsible for. Take yourself out of the equation in a sense. Kind of look at it more objectively. It helps to look at it objectively, right? Seeing yourself from a distance. How would you act if you are responsible for the happiness of this person? What would you do for that person? Right? And I think we, we sometimes like give all that energy to other people, to relationships. And it's great that we do that, obviously. But we also have to make sure we're doing it for ourselves too. Because again, we won't gravitate towards the people who we who will align with what we're trying to create, right? The energy we're trying to create. So it has to it has to start with us, you know? And again, that doesn't mean that you can't also have people in your life that show you love and that helps you as well in your journey, of course, right? But it has to be within you. It ha- You have to cultivate it within you. And again, this I, I hate sounding kind of like cliche with this and putting this, I guess, intense level of responsibility or like burden on you because community is important. We need one another. We all need to show love to one another, of course, right? It's not all on you to, to figure everything out for yourself, but you do have responsibility for yourself. You do. And that's amazing. It's a great thing to realize you have that responsibility and that power and to utilize it. That's what that love is, right? To know that you have this power and control and responsibility and to use it and to use it well and positively. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope this gave you some tools. I would recommend um, journaling. I always recommend journaling, sitting down, writing out your love language, how you like to be shown love and then write out, okay, am I showing myself love in this way? What have I done today or this past month or whatever to show myself this? And if you haven't at all, okay, what can I start doing? What can I do today? What small thing can I do today to show myself love in this specific way? If it's quality time, how can I spend some quality time with myself today? Um, if it is gift giving, what can I get myself today? It doesn't even have to be expensive or anything. It's just what what nice gift can I get myself to just show myself that I love myself and I appreciate myself, right? If it's words of affirmation, what nice thing can I say to myself today? And just go from there slow and steady steps make it a routine make it a pa- like a habit for yourself and i think before you know it over time it'll just be second nature to you it'll just be your natural instinct to act in those ways towards yourself and yeah and then again think about yourself as a child how would i want to treat a child that i'm responsible for what would i do how would i take care of them would i make sure that they are being fed regularly, if you have trouble like feeding yourself properly, if you don't see the, the importance of like nutrition or whatever, it could be anything that applies to you, right? If it's working out, if it's um, working on a hobby that you want to, or a skill that you want to get better at, like all that stuff. How would I take care of this child? Would I, would I clothe them better or whatever? It doesn't even have to be external stuff. It could be all internal stuff. Would I tell them I love them more? Whatever it is for you. So yeah, I hope this was helpful. I hope this was insightful. And I hope this helps you on your journey towards self-love and gives you more tangible, specific examples on how to do that. Um, Yeah, and I will be back. I'm not sure when with another episode. I'm traveling for the next little while. So I might do some while I'm on the road or I might just save the next episode for when I officially come back. But we'll see. Again, I hope you enjoyed this and I'll talk to you in the next one.